This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. I almost <laughs> this forgot suspense. to say the rest. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Who like, are you? Where are you from? They don't know who we are by now. <laughs> I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm currently in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for August 17th, episode 2498, brought to you today by Kevin Equine. Good morning, horse people. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Well, that's right. We are here and it is a celebration week because on Wednesday we are hitting 2,500 episodes and not too many daily podcasts have done that in history of podcasting. So we're going to kind of celebrate all week. We have uh, some guests coming up today, don't we, to kind of help in that celebration? We certainly do. Today we are going to have Oh my gosh. I mean, they're like part of the show, basically. Leslie Wiley and Templeton Thompson. Plus, we're going to learn about some changes the Pony Club made recently. And of course, we have to share all of you have very sad equestrian first world problems. So here we go. Well, I have to ask you, though, before we get started about a post you put up in the auditor room. It was a post from 2010, August the 15th of 2010. And uh, tell, tell me what you wrote in that post on Facebook. Uh, in August 15th, 2010, I wrote, I got the job. I'm back in radio. At that point in my life, I was back to being a vet tech in between radio jobs. I always had a job being a vet tech somewhere, um, small animal or large animal. So when Glenn, when I found out that Glenn was, I think it was on Facebook. Um, I was on my lunch break at the vet clinic and I saw a post that said, looking for somebody to host a daily live radio show about horses, blah, 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 short story. And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I should do that. That should be me. And so I applied and apparently I got it. So did this pop up in your, how did you find this from 2010? Were you? It looking? came up in my memory. Did it really? Wow. Yeah. It came up in my memories on Saturday. Cause I love, I love my, my Facebook memories. That's my favorite thing. Facebook yeah, does but it now. usually doesn't go back to 2010. I only see them for like a couple of years ago. Like we'll have to talk to Wesley or Leslie in a couple of minutes because one of the things that popped up in the past week on my memories was Leslie doing the Mongol Derby. So. Oh, geez. <laughs> Lots of memories for August. Uh, yeah, so I that posted, and, and um, I remember when I tried out, you said that I have to book and produce and do a show myself. So I got all these guests, and we had, oh, my gosh, my first show that I produced ever that is not in existence because Glenn lost it was Chris Cox and Todd Pletcher. Hello. I mean, of course I got the damn job. She got two two pretty good (laughs) guests. What I wrote was... Never talked to another one of them again. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And they didn't know they were doing a fake radio show. They literally (laughs) thought it was a real thing. I think we put them out. You know, that's probably still around because it's on Stable Scoop. I don't think you you couldn't find... You lost it. 
I lost one of the interviews, but that whole episode is on Stable Scoop somewhere. I have to dig that um, out. Well, there you I have go. to you dig have that to out. out. So uh, I wrote back on your post, Jamie, we're excited to have you join our stable of hosts, which is probably three or four back then. We're looking forward to getting the new show started. This show will change entertainment in the horse world, and you're just the one to lead the way. And that is true. I think we really haven't changed entertainment in the horse world. So look, we've lived up to our mission, and it's 10 years later. Well, you had a, a vision for this f- so long ago, and here it is almost 2,500 episodes later. So congratulations well, to you. Well, thank you for hanging in there through all of your changes all over the years <laughs> and for still being part of it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, let's do some Daily Winnies and get on with the show. Well, my Daily Winnie actually goes out I have two real quick ones. One, the first one goes out to my wife, Coach Jen, for all her hard work behind the scenes on all the shows here in the Horse Radio Network. She had a pretty, she had a pretty rough couple of days last week with everything going wrong. So I just wanted to give her my daily Winnie and tell her I love her and that uh, she's going to hang in there. She also does a show on the network called Horse Tip Daily, and it, it's a very popular show and it does very well with past episodes because people go back and listen to episodes they want to learn about. So so if you want something that's five, 10 minutes, and there's like almost 2,000 episodes over there about different topics, you can go to the website and search by topic and listen to exactly what you want to listen to. So that's my first one. And also to Kimberly Watts, one of our auditors and also a cruiser. She's been on the cruise. Uh, she did a show over the weekend. She said it was the hottest uh, weekend of the year. They were hitting a hundred and some degrees out there in California. It's been pretty hot everywhere. And she said they got a... Friday freestyle of 74% judged by Hilda Gurney. And that put her in uh, first level elite first place and high score. So congratulations. And Hilda's kind of tough. So good job for you, Kim. That's wonderful. And no pressure having Hilda Gurney as your your judge. Judge, yeah, right? (laughs) All right, your turn. My daily Winnie goes out to somebody who, gosh, I just love her to pieces. She's one of our our auditors, and her name is April, and her husband, Alvin. And their daughter goes to college north of us, but they live south of us. So whenever she's driving her daughter to or from school, she'll pop in on one of the visits because they lay over in Norman. And so she came by this morning, and oh, my God. Okay, so I'm in the barn. I'm in my pajamas. I'm like, it's, you know, April and Alvin, whatever. I'm in my pajamas cleaning stalls. Like, that's what I do before the show. And uh, they come up. What is what does Alvin do? Her husband just grabs a muck fork and starts mucking out. And really? so she, yeah, I mean, they're just amazing. So, and, and, and they always bring they me scare jams. The crap out of you? <laughs> oh yeah. She walked in the barn. I was like, Oh my God. I was, I was listening <laughs> to the, to my Bluetooth. Uh, anyway, it long say she's just awesome. And I want to thank her for popping by and, Hi, and uh, send your family. My love. Hi, April. So, uh, I, there were, we, I just, this just broke and I fear we, we need to talk about it a little bit. We normally talk about this before Daily Winnie's, but, uh, it was just announced that Allison Springer's horse Arthur died. Uh, hmm. it was a laminitis complication. And, and, and of course, she's an eventer. And with Jamie and I doing the show for 10 years, probably Arthur is the horse we saw the most at all the Rolexes we went to. If you add them all up, mm-hmm. he has to be up there with one of the horses we've seen most often. 
mm-hmm. uh, over the years. So our condolences out to oh, Allison and to everybody because Arthur's such a legend in in American eventing, mm-hmm. uh, and and such a fun horse to watch. Twenty one years old. Wow. So he Blessed. did live to a good long, you know, a good long time. But uh, I know that that probably broke Allison's heart and. Uh, uh, we wish her all the best. She's been on the show several times over the years. Well, um, we do have t- to talk about Wednesdays. We w- we got uh, probably about 30-plus voicemails that we're going to have to play. And uh, for a couple of them, you're going to want to have your tissues handy. And we'll do those on Wednesday. That's our celebration of 2,500 episodes. It is our 2,500. 2500th episode on Wednesday. There you go. You got to just say the whole thing. <laughs> Everybody kept messing it up in the voicemails too. So that's going to be on Wednesday. We're going to open the phone lines. Jennifer will be here. She'll be answering the phones. So we will have the phone lines open. I will do posts with the phone number uh, on Wednesday morning on Facebook. So you'll have the phone number. It's 435-272-1997. By First, the way, I think Chad left one yesterday, last oh, night. Oh, so I got a couple. Go Oh, no. Oh, Oh, I got him. Don't worry. Okay. He said, oh, I called that number. I did that thing. I was like, okay. Because he listens when he plays golf, and he's golfing right now. So, hi, Chad. Yeah, well, I got Chad. I got both of them. So, we will definitely be playing those on Wednesday. No question about that. So, yeah, Wednesday, we're going to open up the phone lines. We're going to take as many calls as we can. We're going to try and get to everybody. We'll make sure we play all the voicemails. This episode really is about you guys. You're the ones that have made this happen for 10 years for all these episodes. I also want to give a special thank you to all the Tuesday and Thursday hosts. We have had many of those over the years. And we have, like tomorrow, we have the CHA. Christy will be here. And she has been doing it for almost eight years. Well, since, how old's Lucas? Yeah, exactly. Seven years old. So, So yeah, right. Right before he was born, I yep. went, I was like, I can't do this every morning. Because if you recall, when we first started, I lived in Arizona, which was two hours earlier. So I would get up at 4.30 and we would have our meeting at 5.30. So I was like, I can't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> was it? Did you stop doing five days a week before the baby or right after the baby? I can't remember. I think it was right around the same time. Right around the same time. Okay. Well, y'all didn't need to hear a crying baby five days a week. <laughs> Nobody needs that. We did have a crying baby uh, a couple days a week. Actually, he was pretty good. We, you know, we thought it was going to be worse than it ended up being. That's because I'm an amazing mother. <laughs> That's what it is. Or just completely locked him in his room. <laughs> I don't know which you did, but it it wasn't that bad. I don't remember it being that bad, but then maybe time fades. I love so. revisionist history. <laughs> fantastic that's why people have more babies they're like that wasn't that bad that wasn't that bad yeah that's Pregnancy the only reason they have more bad. babies <laughs> that's the only reason i remember there was a few days where he got out of hand and i'd just cover and we'd we'd do it i mean i don't remember disrupting the show all that much no it was perfect it was amazing move on <laughs> I just want to remind everybody that if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. And these are sad tales of woe that our listeners share. I I doubt I'll get to all of them, even though I posted it at five this morning. Most people have a lot of problems that we don't even have time to to go over. Um, Now, Glenn, if they want to submit a first world problem, what do they have to do? 
All they have to do is become an auditor. So to do that, you go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. And for as little as $3 a month, you too can join the party. All right. Well, Chantel says a very, is a very sad tale. Well, when it directly affects us, Glenn, and I'm not happy about oh, it. No. Uh, she says, me and the hubby are spending my commute to work talking on the phone, which has tremendously improved our communication and improved our marriage. But it's eating into my podcast listening time. Oh, that we can't have that. Who cares about your marriage? Turn turn (laughs) us back on. (laughs) Turn it back on. Hang on. But this is what I do. I'm like, I gotta go. Oh, something's in the road. I gotta save this kitten. And then I just turn back (laughs) on the podcast. Uh, Andrew says that Monday is my normal day off, but I have to work today so I can go to a show on Saturday. (sighs) (laughs) That's funny. Kayla says, I went to the lake this weekend and I sunburned my legs while I was kayaking and now it's going to hurt to ride. Girl, sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, you're, that is- you're a rider. Your legs are basically transparent. And if they see any sun at all, they will burn. That's how we are. And it, um, Did you see they set a record in the desert out there for 130 some degrees? It was the hottest temperature recorded in, a, in 107 years. They are saying, too, that Phoenix is having a, it's the hottest summer in Phoenix ever. And I'm like, <laughs> what's it like where you are? Does it get to 100? It does. And it gets really humid. Oh, God, the humidity. I forgot. Yesterday, yesterday, I took a shower at 10 a.m. and at 5 p.m. because I'm just so sweaty. Oh, yeah. You do anything outside here during the day. You, you have to come in and take a shower or hit the pool or something because it's just. Yeah, I need a pool. I, every morning I woke up this past week, I've been noticing the temperature and the humidity outside. Every morning I've woken up this past week, welcome to Florida. It's been 99% humidity every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, this next one uh, is a little different because Carrie submitted a problem, but we had one of our auditors, Lisa, come to the rescue um, with some very sound advice, but I'll go ahead and read it anyway, even though her problem has been solved. Carrie says, I have to decide when to move my horse from the awesome barn he is currently at with no indoor to another awesome barn with an indoor. And I don't want to leave my current barn friends, but I also want to ride with my other barn friends. And why can't we just be in two places at once? And Lisa came to the rescue and said, Carrie, the answer is easy. Just get another horse and have one at each barn. (laughs) Problem solved. Solved. (laughs) Duh. Jesse says that I can't decide this week if I want my off-property outing every week to be the cross-country jump school or do I want to go to a long trail ride at the new park I've been meaning to check out. I mean, some people don't even have trailers. Two horses? Maybe that's the solution to that one, too. There you go. I mean, obviously, the answer is a COVID horse purchase. Um, Joy says that I've been very, very good about not buying new tech, and I haven't had a single box sent to my house in months. But that streak has died since I had to buy a new bridle for my thoroughbred, who decided she needed a head to uh, uh, needed a head that fits her ego. So they had to get a larger bridle, but. The bridle alone didn't qualify for free shipping. So then I had to throw in a saddle pad to at least, I mean, it's like the saddle pads for free joy. It's free. (laughs) You didn't pay shipping. You qualified for free shipping. Congratulations. Way to go. Uh, Mona says, yay, my house is five miles from a dressage barn. Her new house. They just bought a new house and I'm pregnant. So I can't even start riding yet. I think Mona's been pregnant most of the time we've been on the show. I think she's been pregnant. (laughs) I 
three years. <laughs> That's I kind of remember that. I just kind of remember Mona being <laughs> pregnant all the time. Kayla Mona, says if this we... is your first one. I apologize. I'm mixing no, you up with somebody else. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's been pregnant for 17 years. Um, <laughs> Kayla says we've gotten so much rain. So if I'm not riding, I'm mowing, which I actually like doing. But I've gotten such a short tan and tank top tan lines that without clothes, it looks like I'm wearing an old time 50s bathing suit. <laughs> just to do it topless next time, solve the problem. Look, look yeah, at me wish. helping dream on yeah we're full of solutions here on horses in the morning <laughs> especially today apparently um now this is sad because um shauna shauna says that she walked the cross-country course in the deluge last friday and there was no place to put her phone her bra got soaked and her underwear got soaked but her gps was um the way to back to her hotel and it was at four percent and then it couldn't charge and then it had the green line of death and then all for nothing because she fell in stadium anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, Courtney says I finally got to go to a hundred pace yesterday and my horse was so excited to be doing her thing again the, the top of the hall, small hill we ran up she started bucking and guess who hit the dirt less than a mile in she finally got to the hundred pace <laughs> uh, Rebecca and wait a minute wait a minute don't you think she deserves this I don't want to be that and at to every hunter pace, there is yeah. one of those. Right the, to be fair, that we've had a lot of that girl so far, and we have more to come. Okay. Um, Rebecca says, I bought a brand new to me pickup truck, but I want to keep the miles low on it so not to drive my stupid Kia to work every day. But the new truck is so pretty. <laughs> I'll tell you what, <laughs> pull into the gas pump. We filled up the diesel. I, I, I filled up the diesel for the first time the other day since we got it. And, you know, we our, our other truck did not have a gas tank that big. And, of course, diesel costs more. So I was pretty shocked at the total amount. I was. It's insane. Because I, I have mean, a I Kia, mean... and it cost me $15 to fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were surprised. See, I've always had a diesel truck, and now oh, I'm no. like, oh, my God, it's like it's free. Gas oh. is free. Oh, my God. The diesel truck, I was shocked. I was shocked. at Because the tank's huge, and it was almost $100. I cannot tell you. Even in our other truck, it would be 50 because I think the tank was smaller. When I moved from Georgia to Arizona, it was in like the craziest time of the recession and gas diesel was $5 a gallon. Oh my God. And I it cost me a thousand dollars in fuel alone to get from Georgia over to Arizona. And now I'm like, Oh my God, it's free. Everything is free. <laughs> um, Lisa says my two horses are usually out 24 seven except for meals. But then they were maniacs when I brought them in Saturday night. And then they acted like they're horse eating zombies in the field. And now they're scared to go outside at night. And I want, now they want to be in their stalls all the time. And now I have to clean their stalls. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they need to get over it. <laughs> Lock them out. Yeah. You will not die. Uh, Marie get says, a I've donkey. Been... <laughs> Zombie donkey. I've been on a stay home vacation for the last four days and I forgot that I have to day off too. And now I have one more day to ride my new horse, but I forgot to tell my friends and now I have to ride alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, yeah, she just got a new horse. She posted a picture of it. Uh, yeah, and then Amy has the opposite problem because it's very sad. She says, I have bought absolutely zero horses or ponies this entire pandemic. <laughs> She's the only one. You posted on the auditor page how many people bought pandemic ponies. Oh, my yes. God, I was shocked at the number. 
Well, I wanted to go over that as well, because I think it's important to know that I am not alone. We'll need a whole entire episode. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's true. Maybe we'll talk about them in the, in the post show today. Yeah, sounds good. We'll, we'll do that in the post show. But there you go. That's your equestrian first world problems. I'm very, very sad for all of you. It's tremendously terrible, the lives that you have to live. And I'm, I'm brokenhearted. Well, I do want to, before we get to our first guest, uh, we'll talk about our sponsor here in a second. We have three guests coming up in short order. But before we get to that, I just did want to talk to you a little bit about the schedule. Uh, So next, or tomorrow, we have the Certified Horsemanship Association doing a training episode with Christy, like we normally do on the third Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we have our big anniversary episode, and then we're going to be off. Uh, for a little bit. We will have some best of episodes for you, and there'll be some new episodes popping in there for Tuesdays and Thursdays as well, but we're off till the 31st, so we'll be coming back on the 31st. Unfortunately, we have a funeral to go to in Pennsylvania, and we're going to take a little time off too, so uh, we will be here through Wednesday, and then- I'll still be um, here. Yeah, well, if you're like April and are driving by, you can stop in to see (laughs) scare her in the morning in her pajamas. So we'll be back live on the 31st. I knew she was coming too, and she still scared me. (laughs) Well, you know, you get into your routine, especially first thing in the morning, and then anything that's out of the ordinary scares you. Thank you. Yeah, that happens. Did you put up the, uh, the game cams in the back of the barn yet to see what's roaming around your fields at night? Um, no, but last night at one thirty in the morning, I was jolted out of bed to the sound of, I don't know, 3,000 coyotes in my backyard. And so I jumped up. I mean, they were so loud. I felt that they were on my back porch. And so I ran outside, you know, in my pajamas, flipped on the lights, and I went dead silent. Like, <laughs> They're right here. They're right here next to us. I see you. And then this morning, sun comes up and my dogs are going crazy and they're just all hanging on the pasture, like a ton of coyotes, like a whole pack. It was insane. Wow. You got to see a whole pack. That's rare, actually, that you get to see the whole pack together. Oh, lucky me. That's fantastic. <laughs> Poor chickens. Hopefully they took Were a the rooster. chickens still there? Well, I, I locked the chickens up, but the guinea and the... So I ended up, Lucas and I went and got baby chicks as we do about 12 times a year. And, um, we went to the feed store and they had a, a tub of Rhode Island reds that were, um, you know, straight run, which means they, they haven't sexed them. They could be girls or boys. And so I was like, Lucas, you've done so well with that. In the pick <laughs> out the two females. I want you to pick. I'm not picking this time. You're picking two. Guess how many were roosters? Both. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have terrible luck with that. (laughs) I mean, I mean, it's embarrassing. So I now have one guinea left because I've given them all away, all the females I gave away because they're so bloody loud. And so that I have two, uh, I gave away. So now I have one guinea and two roosters and I lock them out of the coop at night. And they have been locked out of the coop for three freaking months. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and if I left the coop open, those females would be dead in five seconds. <laughs> it's amazing how the ones you don't want survive. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. My dad worked for the United States Department of Agriculture, and he worked with chickens and eggs. That's what he did. So, uh, But his father, my grandfather, actually had a big chicken farm. So my dad was one of those that even with the little chicks, he could turn them over and he could feel their parts and he knew whether they were a boy or girl. Well, did you inherit that? No, I did not. He he would come up to the farm and we'd had chickens for a long time. And if we got new baby chicks, he'd go, that's boy, boy, girl, turn them over. 
feel around. I don't, he tried Ew. to show me what he was feeling for, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get it. It's how the bones are, or something. I don't know. But my dad knew. He could tell. Uh, so yeah, he was. He worked for with with. Uh, he, he used to work for Weaver Chicken in New Holland, and he was an inspector. So he would have to inspect the large tanker trucks of eggs. And he would test them for salamil and stuff. And, of course, he worked for the government in the plant. He was the most hated person there because he would have to reject these tanker trucks full of millions of egg yolks uh, because they had salmonella or something. Because he wouldn't let anybody die from salmonella. <laughs> exactly. What a jerk. Exactly. So they'd have to pour, they'd dump them. <laughs> and he, he was the most hated person there. He said there were days nobody talked to him because he was just the bearer of bad news. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about one of our terrific sponsors, and that's Chem and Equine. Million of, millions of Americans do the same thing every year. We all sign up for gym memberships, and then, you know, we say we're going to go get fit and do all of that. Like my yoga, remember I said I was doing yoga in the morning? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, so by this time of year, you know, your gym membership is gone, your yoga's gone, but luckily it's much easier to pump up the performance of your horse. You see, every cell in your horse relies on glucose to fuel its function and growth. Feeding your horse chromium can help optimize the use of glucose so your horse has more energy for body upkeep, health, and performance, ultimately resulting in improved overall well-being. But part of this is important, and this this is the part that you really want to pay attention to. Don't feed just any chromium. Give your horse the only FDA-reviewed source of chromium on the market today. It's called ChemTrace Chromium from Chemin. Ask for it by name. Otherwise, you might not get what you pay for. Learn more at ChemTraceChromium at Chemin.com slash ChromiumEQ. That's Chemin.com slash ChromiumEQ. So uh, thank you to Chemin for continuing to sponsor our show through the rest of the year. We really appreciate it. And now we're going to go to our first guest. Uh, her name is Connie. She's the Director of Instruction at the United States Pony Club. Apparently they've had some changes over there, so we're going to find out what's going on. I know a lot of our listeners have kids that are pony clubbers. And of course, Jennifer was a pony clubber for a long time. When I met her, she was still working with the pony club all those years ago. Hello. Uh, Hello, hi. this is Connie. Hi, Connie. It's Glenn and Jamie, and you are on the air at Horses in the Morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Thank How are you guys? Good. Thank you for joining us. So it's been a little while since we checked in with the Pony Club, and uh, Jennifer said you guys have had some changes. But I, I want to ask you, in old days of Pony Club, when my wife was in and we were involved in it, they did a thing called ratings. And from what I understand, mm -hmm. that's changed names now, right? Yes. So now it's certifications? Yes, it Is that right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm, that's correct. So tell us what they are. For people who don't know what Pony Club is or how it works, tell us what certifications are. Kind of give us a Reader's Digest. Okay. Um, well, certifications are... Um, uh, Pony Club is, is based on knowledge and also riding. And um, we have uh, horse management, which is the core of Pony Club. Uh, which is taking care of the horse, uh, learning all the, the skills that go along with that and the knowledge to maintain a horse um, or pony, you know, at a stable, at your home or wherever. And it starts off at the, uh, our first level is D1. And uh, there are three levels at the D. And each one, um, as you progress, 
uh, through the levels. Everything builds upon, uh, you know, it all builds upon itself, both riding and uh, the horse management knowledge. And so we have um, the D1, D2, D3. And by the time uh, a member at the D3, they're, they're beginning to be independent uh, rider. They're just, you know, starting to do that. They're pretty safe. They can go out and walk, trot, and canter. They can do up to two, three, maybe two, six jumping if they choose to jump. Um, and then we have two more levels that are still at the, what we call the local level. And those are C1 and C2. And um, those are uh, those are good tests. Those are tests where those members uh, are, are now a lot more independent, you know, can take care of the horse and they, they know all the basics and could, should be able to recognize when a horse is sick and um, maybe when they need to call the vet and they can definitely adjust their tack and do those basic things. And then we have national certifications. And those they apply online, and those now are they're they're a bit more intense. So, um, and those start off. We have horse management ones, and we have riding. So we have horse management certifications, and we have riding certifications. But you always have to take the, or in order to to be awarded the riding certification, there's there's a horse management portion that can, that's done separately now, but um, it needs to be completed. So but we've opened up a lot of things. So. Yeah. So yeah, you used to when you put, when you were at the higher levels, the B and the A, uh, you used to ha- mm-hmm. you used to be riding in horse management. Where one you couldn't do like a horse management yes. certification path separately without without riding a horse, and and that's one of the Correct. changes you made. Is you can do that now, right? Yes, okay, yes. So like for the the A, the, the top writing, you can act you you used to not be able to take that test until you did your you took the HA test with which is all the unmounted part. Um but now you can actually go and take your A writing test and then go back and do the, the horse management part, which is really cool because that opens the door up for a lot of members that maybe have the horse right now. It's ready to go in the summer. They can go get the test, that test done, and then they can sign up and, and take the, the knowledge part, which and I, includes teaching and lunging and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, when you get to an A and you're taking that A test, it is really intense. You, if you get to be an A pony clubber, you're, you're pretty well qualified to be a horse person. You are, you are, and 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 you're really a, a a beginning trainer. You're you're a trainer, so you're now thinking on your own. You're you know listening. You're learning. You're um, you can start off the young horse. You should be able to do that, and then to teach others to do that. So um, and how to run a barn. Yep, there's it's a it's a pretty intense test. <laughs> so 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 I wanted to talk to you a little bit too. Uh, we haven't spoken since COVID uh, started, and I know mm-hmm. you guys have had to cancel a lot of things. Is there any activities or local levels happening now in Pony Club? What's the status? Um, yes, there's still. It just depends where you are. In fact, I'm I'm gonna do a um, a local. Uh, a club that's near us here in, in Lexington, and, and I'm going to uh, do their 
local level tests next weekend. So they're still, and we'll, you know, I'll have to wear masks and everybody stay space apart and so on. But um, it's a small test. There's only a couple, you know, four or five different people, I think. And, uh, but uh, it's still happening, local tests and national tests. Actually, those are still happening. It just kind of depends. Some have been canceled. And it just depends where in the country. And, and again, we're trying to keep them very small. And we've given out all kinds of guidelines. Uh, and, of course, they have to follow whatever the state and local, you know, guidelines are. But uh, trying to keep something going. So um, this year we was want your them out riding. So. This year was your year. Every was it three or four years you do? Well, every year you have a national comp. You have nationals, right? But correct. Then correct. Uh, every uh-huh. three or four years you do what's called festival, and that's in festival. Kentucky at the horse park, and it's kind of a big deal. Thousands of yeah. kids descend on the horse park and have a good time. That was supposed to be this year, right? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So now we've postponed it until next July. 19th to 26th. Okay. So, so that's what'll happen. It'll, be, it it'll happen next year. You pushed it back a year. Okay. Yes. Good. Well, this yes. is good. I think, you know, by opening up and make, kind of making horse management separate, one of the criticisms of Pony Club has been there's been a lot of kids who don't have ponies that would like to be Pony Club and do the knowledge part and do all the quizzes and all, all of mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they've always kind of felt a little bit left out. And now, now, now you have an avenue for those kids who maybe can't afford a pony or whatever the situation is. It just makes it more accessible. Correct, correct. And and there are many people that uh, are in Pony Club and they don't have, they don't own, you don't have to own a horse, but you just have to have access to. And so centers are great for that or certain clubs, you know, a lot of people will loan their pony or horse. Um, but right, they can start that now at the D1. They don't have to ride. They can start the horse, they can just take the horse management portion of the D1 but we still, they still have to learn how to handle, lead, bridle. They still have to learn all those skills. Um, there's still all the hands-on portion. Um, just they don't have to ride. Got it. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Well, if somebody has uh, kids out there, what age do you, can you start a pony club? And then how do they get involved? Okay. Well, the best uh, way to start, it would be to, to look at our website. We've got a a new uh, face on the website. I noticed it looks, it looks, look at, it looks yeah. very nice. It's all, it's much cleaner <laughs> than it was before. Thank you. Thank you. So our marketing department has done a great job and um, really, um, yep, it does. It looks a lot cleaner. And um, so, right. They can look there and there's some information on how to become. And then we, and then it says who to contact at the office. And we have uh, Don Strickler will help you and call a national office and, She'll help them through and and how to do that and send some information. But, um, you know, there is no starting age. So I would say probably the average, you know, the lowest is probably eight, seven, eight years old. Okay. But sometimes we have members that start when they're five or six. It just depends. We do have some education for the the younger four, five, six-year-olds. But I think the parents need to realize that when a six-year-old joins, they may end up be doing lead line for a while, you know, so just kind of different. And, um, but again, Pony Club now, there's no ending age. So we've got people in their fifties and sixties and seventies that are joining and, and they're actually, they want to certify some do and some don't. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, but uh, it's open to any age, but if people are interested in, in starting a club, yeah, just start on the website and then it'll it'll tell you where to go from there. Very good. And uh, you can just Google it, uh, or if you want to find it, it's ponyclub.org is the website. So go there and check it mm-hmm. out. Thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate you being on, Connie. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Well, have a great day. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Pony Club's still at it after all these years. Think it's and they're figuring out a way to make it keep going that's and make great. it more inclusive. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's that's important too. And you you know, there's local pony clubs everywhere. I mean, uh, most states have them. You can just uh, check out the website, and you'll find out where all the local pony clubs are located. All right, let's give our next guest a call. Uh, she's been on the show a few times, and. Probably, you might have heard of her. Yeah, we probably have played more Templeton Thompson songs than we've played any other songs from anybody else over the years. Would you say? Uh, I yes, yes, I definitely think so. Plus, she, you know, her songs lent to some of the openers that we have, some of the sound files that we have. Uh, and Before we ever did this show, I used when I did country music. I had heard of a song called girls and horses. And when we started the show is 94, nine, the bull. I actually had to write her and ask if it was okay Hello? that I used her song in my opener for radio. And so she was kind enough to say yes. And she's so kind you were enough playing to Templeton Thompson long before we even had this show. Yeah, you got it. Hey. I found out about some girl that sang about songs about horses. And I knew I she had to be my best friend. Be. <laughs> she must be some weird girl singing songs about horses. I don't know. Do you remember that Templeton? Uh, yeah, I do. You're so sweet. How are you guys doing? We are great. <laughs> we are great. Thank you so much for being on and uh, celebrating what is our 2,500th episode on Wednesday. Um, I really? can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, that's that's the uh, the anniversary we're going to have. Man, that's awesome, you guys. And hey, by the way, you were awesome on the movement. You oh. and Monty and all the babies and Debbie and you guys just kicked butt and Ashley, just everybody in, involved. I was so impressed. And I want you to know that I do the chair pose pretty much every day. Uh, so yes. That was um, a very, very classic example you did there, cowgirl. I'm really <laughs> amazed by you. I just wanted to, no, seriously, seriously, and, and all just seriousness. It was awesome to watch. And I still haven't gotten to catch up on all of the all of it and i'm just so grateful that we got to be a musical part and you were awesome well what templeton is is talking about is the movement i um that we did at flag is up farms a couple months ago um i was told by monty that i was going to be doing yoga on a horse i've never sat on in front of everybody (laughs) in about five minutes so that's how it happened you weren't a big yoga person anyway are you I can't say that I'm a big yogi, Glenn. <laughs> no. Um, so it, here's you did the great. Thing. The worst part was that I was staring at the screen, watching Ashley Mancuso do this yoga on, and all these beautiful women on these beautiful horses. And um, yeah. the problem is in the bottom part of the screen is me because they had the camera on me. So I'm having to watch Ashley. But what I did more was watch myself and pick apart every part of my being <laughs> like, oh, my God, <laughs> sit up. You, you know, <laughs> great. You did. You did awesome. I was really I was really proud of you. And I always think of you at Ashley when I'm because I, I do like this sort of mini kind of 
Pilates kind of routine out in the barn with our babies on most days. I can't say I do it every day. And I've tried to incorporate the chair pose because that's really great. It works your quads and freaking <laughs> awesome. So yeah. go Ashley. Well, Tim. Templeton, we wanted to have you on for a couple of reasons today. One, you're an Equiderma ambassador, and they're one of our sponsors. I want to talk to you about that in a little bit. But first, um, I wanted to thank you because it has been 10 years, and it's been 2,500 episodes. We're one of the longest-running daily podcasts in the world. And uh, we probably have played more of your music over the years. Well, we definitely have played more of your music over the years than anybody else's. And we just wanted to thank you for allowing us to share your your tunes with with the world. Oh, well, thanks for playing them because you guys have brought such an audience to us. Y'all have been a, a huge part in bringing a lot of horse lovers to our music. So I appreciate that very, very, very much. We love you guys. We well, you're welcome. Y'all so much. I am grateful. For well, y'all. you're welcome, but we're I'm not very... letting you get off that easy today because uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that I've thanked you, we're going to make your life miserable again. So, uh, <laughs> so. We do this thing occasionally, and we've never done it with you, so I thought it'd be fun to do. Uh, have you ever watched the show Actor Studio? Oh, I love it. James Woodson, yes. right? He's awesome. Well, yeah, you know what yeah. they do at the end where he asks those 10 questions in rapid fire. Well, Jamie is going to ask you the 10 questions that he asks at the Actor Studio. We want to hear your answers. And we give you okay. no time ahead to prep, nope. so we are this springing this on her right now, you guys. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Um, and then the first one uh, is, uh, wait a minute. I know Templeton. We've been friends for a long time. Keep it PG Templeton. It's just saying. Well, we do ask. I'm going to try. I'm going to give you like the PG and then just sort of imagine. Anyway. so okay. <laughs> She's got, she, she understands the whole radio thing. Come on now. Um, so Tempe, what is your favorite? Do I? <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. Really? <laughs> what is your favorite word? Oh, that's tough. Love and gratitude. I have to have two. And then I could keep going. Y'all know me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is your least favorite word? I got to go with hate. Not a a fan of that word. Oh, good one. See, she's going to be, she's going to find a way to teach us all a lesson in this. Um, (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Now, Templeton, this one you have to minorly keep clean. What turns you on? Um, positivity. What turns you off? Negativity. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) The yin and the yang, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Y'all, yeah. just so you know, she does live how she sounds. This is who you get. Um, Aww, what thanks. sound or noise do you love? Uh, I love, 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 love hearing my babies. All of their beautiful knickers and the meows and the barks and the birds and that. I absolutely adore. I cherish. And my man singing. I That's thought that was going to be your answer. See, I no, no, that was I would have called BS answer. on that. I would have called BS. That's on that. the <laughs> I love. Listen to my man sing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear him? Nice name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I realized too that when I Glenn did this with me, my favorite sound was right after you grain all the horses and you give. They're all standing in their stalls and they're all munching and eating and yes. stuff. And it's like oh, so oh, peaceful. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna change yeah. that because now I have a bunch of. Babies in there that like bang on their buckets. And they're like, shut up! 
Quinn! Oh, wow. <laughs> so it becomes a, a bit of a, I got to come up with a new one. Um, what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, after this 4th of July and many 4th of July's before fireworks. <laughs> are, are your horses reactionaries? Oh, let's just don't go there. We got to keep it PG. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love and gratitude. Love and gratitude. I'm grateful. I love everyone and everything. I'll just say that. So, except for those people shooting off the fireworks. Love everyone and everything. We'll figure it out. And, but yeah. And to yeah, clarify for everybody, right she lives in rural Tennessee. So there were probably some yeah. fireworks. <laughs> they got fireworks standing well, on the side of the road. Oh, God. Well, you know, it's funny, you guys. I won't digress too much, but usually it's pretty peaceful. Like they're way far away. Like they're near, but they're far. And our babies are so used to it. But this year was different. And so uh, it was a little stressful. Um, and I tell you, I have to say, I'd invite anyone to, you know, who just go out there and stand with your kids and listen to it. It sounds like it feels like a war zone. And I don't know what a war zone is like. And I'm grateful for that. But that was hard, you guys, this year. It was hard to see my babies troubled, you know, right? And stressed. Should I tell Templeton my training tip that I have for fireworks? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to know it. Okay. So when I competed in the thoroughbred makeover last year, I was shooting um, bows and arrows off this horse and I incrementally taught him how to shoot bows and arrows. But then I thought, let me up the game and I'll shoot balloons and pop balloons with my arrows. So what I had to do was I would feed him his grain and consequently every horse in the barn was eating grain. And I started popping balloons while he was eating. And of course, like the first time, Oh my God, like they fly in the back. But after a couple of weeks of just popping one or two balloons, each time they get their grain, they were totally fine. And this started, I guess, in probably about April or May. And then by the time July ran or came around and it was July 4th, I was like, Oh my God, they didn't care. They had had explosions in their barn for months with the balloons popping. And so ever since then they haven't cared. And there was a couple new horses in the barn. So I did it again this year, preparing for 4th of July and it worked great. So just a hot tip. And instead of blowing up balloons and then popping them and then blowing them up and popping them, when you get your Amazon packages and they have those air bubble things, (laughs) pop those. They're great to use. They are great. You know, it's funny. Anytime I've gotten stuff, like I think one of the most recent uh, deliveries from the amazing Dr. Dan, the natural vet, there was a ton of bubble wrap in there with everything. And our kids like did uh, unbox together and it was so yeah, I did that. I was like popping it and just kind of seeing. Um, so I need to stay more on top of that. That's a great call, Jamie. That's so, a great, wonderful man. See, that's why you are a rock star. The really bottom line there is stuff. scare them now so they're not scared later. Well, you do when they're well, eating and nothing hurts <laughs> and they just eventually just are like, oh, okay, yeah. that's just part of like existence. And then when a truck backfires, there's so many great ways. Yeah. A truck backfires, they don't care. They don't care about ex- scary noises. Anyway, there you go. I wish I could say I did that on purpose, Templeton, but it was completely by accident. I was just doing something completely <laughs> different. <laughs> no, I think it's great. Well, and it's like you don't ever want your babies to be troubled, right? And, you know, and that's something I've heard from so many wonderful horsemen and horsewomen who I just, you know, admire so greatly, including Monty, you know, the, 
amazing Monty Roberts. You're one of your amazing mentors and just that whole, it's just, yeah, we just want them to be, Oh, I just want to be peaceful. But it was, it was, it was interesting to stand out there with them. And I thought, wow, that's just, it's one thing, right? We can all come inside the house and sort of shelter ourselves and not hear it, but to actually be out there with four feet on the ground. And it's like, they, they feel and hear everything so much more intensely than us two-leggeds do. So I just, it, it kind of, it was, re- it was really, it was hard this year for me. It hurt my soul for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, man, I wish folks really, truly would think about it. All That's right. All. Well, you that know, leads us into the next. It. But anyway. That leads us into tip. the next question, Templeton. And, 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 <laughs> and think about standing out there for the July, all the bombs are going off. What's your favorite, oh, I know cur- so I- <laughs> what's your favorite curse word? <laughs> Well, let's just say I'll, I'll hint towards it. Bombs bursting in air. What do you think when you drop one? Oh, the F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> she is human. I'm trying to keep it DT, man. I am human. It's the most cathartic word on the planet. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. Now, it is PG, and I'm just saying, you know, for any youngsters watching no All that's right. not the word for the for the kids but okay but jamie we have to do the next Shazam. couple rapid fire real quick <laughs> okay, okay 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 glenn's keeping us on schedule yep. what profession what profession other than your own would you like to attempt acting i'd love to do acting she's gonna be a movie star what profession <laughs> would you never like to try Healthcare. Especially given the times right now, any any kind for four and two legged, too much too much heartbreak. Um, yeah, it would just be tough. Even though I always wanted to be a vet when I was a kid, but I just uh, not strong at science. Hmm, not my thing. <laughs> yeah, they kind of require that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah, kind of need that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did good, kid. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's, a great, that's a great one. Well, Templeton, before we let you go, I wanted to mention that I saw that you have plugged a couple times Equiderma products, and they're one of our sponsors. Which ones do you use? I love all of them. I'm just trying to think because it's sort of hard to tell you which ones in particular. That neem shampoo, their neem and aloe, I love. Those two, the combo, the shampoo and conditioner, yeah, we use and that those natural. Too. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I've used it on me too. I mean, I I love it. It's very, it makes you silky smooth, your hair nice and silky <laughs> smooth. So, and it keeps it keeps pests away, which is nice because neem oil is such a great natural insect repellent. So I love that, and I love the sheath and udder cleanser and. I've had to use, and Jamie, I noticed a picture I saw with one of your babies um, where you had put the zinc oxide, the, the paste, to keep mm-hmm. sunburn away. Mm-hmm. So that, I love that stuff when it's necessary because our babies have the beautiful white on their faces too. So I have to pay attention to that. And um, yeah, I just love it all. And they have a nat- that natural bug repellent too, the spray. I love that too. So I'm just, I'm a fan. And I think, and they've got their calendula ointment. So I'm, I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a long time. So she just can keep, keep going down the list. Yeah, I think she, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you've I mean, used it for a long time, haven't you? It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, I haven't actually used it. It has been. I'm trying, I was actually um, trying to think when, honestly, I got introduced to it. And 
kind of knowing about Bethany. I'm trying to, and sweet Ashley, um, we were kind of talking about that right back and forth in our emails a little bit, just kind of getting this, you know, knowing that you guys were so kind to want to have me on and that they, they wanted to, to have me on to, to talk about their wonderful, incredible products. So I can't remember. It's been ages. I mean, maybe it's been as long as you guys have been doing your thing and as long as we've known each other. I don't know. Not well, wild. It could Time be. She flies. <laughs> it could be. But I, I do. I love it all. It's and I'll, y'all know me. I mean, I am a chick cowgirl, so I'm all about the natural, and I love getting to use as much natural as many natural products as I can. Do you can. know what? What I like um, too is I've been putting a lot of. Once we got done with the zinc, I've moved on to some of the other products for his nose, right. um, the yeah. calendula neem wound ointment, and what I love about it, Templeton, is that I can put it on my hands put it on his nose and not worry about either one of us getting cancer, you know, like it's, yeah, it's not a furious, it's not, it's an ointment that I immediately, I need rubber gloves for. It's good for you. So when yeah, I put it on him, I, after I put it on his nose, I massage it into my cuticles. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's great. And it's even okay. Like if they wind up, it's all right. If they inject it, you know, if, it, yeah. if they actually wind up licking it, it's not going to hurt them. That's a nice thing to know too. And, um, yeah, I love, I love all the natural. I'm all about it. Um, try to do as much natural as possible. And sometimes, you know, have to have to go with some stronger things sometimes. But there's a beautiful way to it's the yin and the yang, right? The it, the integration makes me happy. So now, Tempe, where can people I, go and get your music before we have to let you go? Oh, you all all things what we do, TempletonThompson.com. You can, in fact, um, I put a code up there because I'm very much into. Um, I've learned how to do meditation, you guys. So I'm I'm learning all about doing and i call it hot meditation out in the barn <laughs> you hear of hot yoga i sweat my pedonkadons <laughs> off out in the barn with our kids and i've been I, a really dear friend of ours who is family to me introduced me to the deepak chopra method of meditating so i'm really digging on that so i'm all about gratitude always have been so there's a code you can enter on my website just enter gratitude when you check out so you can get 50 percent off of all of um, the music on our website that you download. So 50% all, off all of our downloadable music on templetonthompson.com. So maybe that might encourage some folks to, to purchase some of our music that way. We'd be grateful. Thank you, Templeton. Templetonthompson.com. And again, thanks for always being on the show and for being part of uh, our family for 2,500 episodes. Oh my God. I love you guys. Thanks for Thanks, all y'all. Thanks, Tiffy. Let's do a concert so again in September. Let's plan one. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, the arm. I love you guys. Have a blessed day. And all I'm right. grateful, seriously, really grateful for all you guys. Thank all you. All right. Thanks, love Templeton. you, girl. Bye. Love y'all. All right. Bye. And we do have a coupon code also for uh, Equiderma. It's HRN15, all one word, HRN15, will get you 15% off any non-sale item on the Equiderma website. You have to buy it directly through Equiderma, equiderma.com. And that's where you can find a coupon code. Well, there's another person that has been coming on our shows since we started. Uh, I think it was like very early on, if not when we first started. And, and I think she took over Horse Nation maybe like the third or fourth week. Yeah, it was very early. And Horse Nation's been coming on forever. And they had just started. 
if you remember right, yeah. the nations, Venting Nation, Horse Nation, they had just started too. That they were not around for very long. And I don't know how I got a hold of them in the first place. I really don't. I, I found them, and I knew John. And John, who runs Horse Nation, who started it, and Eventing Nation. Eventing Nation was first. Um, he started those, and I was at a conference with him right when he started. And that's how I met him. Now I remember. We held a conference on social media back at the Kentucky Horse Park, and that's how I met John. And that's how we got started. I said, John, let's bring somebody on once a week here on Horses in the Morning. We're going to start this daily show. And he said, okay. And then he assigned Leslie to the task. Uh, so let's see if we Your can... call has oh. been forwarded to an and automated voice messaging system. standard, Leslie, we can't get... Eight, I think I called six, the wrong number. Five. Call her cell phone. Oh, yeah, but I can't tell the difference. <laughs> That's the problem with this. I can't really tell the difference. Well, I can only get it to go back to September 24th, 2012. And I was like, no, she was on before that. But it says, Horse Nation's Leslie Wiley joins us for her usual first of the week. And I was like, oh, so it must have been usual by then. All right, let's try this again. I don't, it's, uh, I can't tell the difference when I'm calling what's her phone and what her is her Skype, unfortunately. And there she is. Hi, Leslie. Hi. How are you, girl? Oh, so good. I mean, pretty good. I don't know. Life's weird. But <laughs> <laughs> we're all hanging in there. You know, we were just talking about it. Uh, we're celebrating 2,500 episodes on Wednesday, and we think that you were around for most of those 10 years. Whoa. How long ago I did you like start at Horse Nation? Right How long did you start at Horse Nation? Um. T- um, 2012. Yep. So yep. eight years. Yeah. Eight years. So. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. <laughs> Have you done the math on like how much, how many hours? Yes, that? I did. And we'll be of talking about did. that on Wednesday. I have all the statistics, but let me just mm-hmm. say it's a hell of a lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm, I'm, Maybe I don't like, is it, is it too early to drink? But I'm raising a glass, of, <laughs> uh, a bottle of water to you right now. Maybe a coffee, coffee mug. But, Thank um, you, Leslie. We miss you. <laughs> you have your own show now. You deserted us and then got your own show. What's that? Oh, my podcast? Yeah. Mm, eh, we did one. We did one episode. Um, the sound was really, really bad. <laughs> I, think oh, we, no. I think it was a pod fail, but... um. Well, you but, know who um, you can call to help you, right? We might try. Yeah, I know some people. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me yeah, a call. We might try again later. We got a lot of irons in the fire, so maybe <laughs> we'll try again later. <laughs> well, thank you for being on with us for all these years. Seriously, it, you've been a joy. You know what kept popping up last week on my feed? It's three years ago last week that you were riding in Mongolia. Whoa. Yeah. She's like, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to come back. Yeah. Lots happened since then. Yeah, it feels like just a weird dream, really. Can I point. apologize again or am I good now? For- <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You've you, you paid, paid your dues. <laughs> no, no. Well, thank you. I mean, and that was one of the big ways that uh, Horses in the Morning changed my life, too. You know, I, I don't think I ever would have gone on, you know, gone off and done that. And, uh, and also probably would not have made it through without the support of, of the incredible community that you've, that you have fostered 
there. Um, you know, I just felt so much love and, and you guys just, I mean, they fundraised and sent me sweet, you know, uh, gifts and just, and I really, I felt like I rode through Mongolia with, with, um, all the, the, um, community that, um, has come out of, uh, horse radio network. So, um, so that's, I I think that's one of the most important things that you've, you've done with the program is, is just fostering that sense of camaraderie and community and, um, it's just well, you had thousands of fans around the world that week. That was for sure. <laughs> Following- I think the auditors were cheering the loudest, and I'll always be so thankful for that. Following the uh, following your every dot move, they were watching. Reduced <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to a dot. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh, so. You too, when you started, you, you've come out of your shell a lot because when you started, you were a pretty quiet and nervous girl. Um, and you just came out of your shell within a matter of weeks and then got to be this confident Monday addition to the show. Uh, but the early weeks, I know that wasn't easy for you. It wasn't something you really, I think you got volunteered to do it actually. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm always a better, I'm, I mean, to this day, I'm like, I can formulate words, complex sentences and deep thoughts on paper much more eloquently than I can coming out of my mouth. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, this is, it was a good, a good, uh, I don't want to do um, really good, good, uh, learning experience for me too. And then there have been those years. Remember, Jamie, all those years we helped at Rolex at give away prizes. We had the tough job of giving away lots of her stuff. We didn't even have to pay for it. <laughs> Dude, if I had to do one more damn Simon Says to give away Leslie's prizes, good Lord. But you're so good at it. <laughs> wow, that's a life skill I really want to go down. To. You know what? We're sorry she's dead, but she was a hell of a good Simon Says host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the you got the people riled up. I loved it. It was very. It was some raucous. Simon says, if, <laughs> ever. <laughs> we did a uh, we did a lot of. I mean, I was just thinking I, right before you got on. I was thinking how I got involved with Horse Nation. You guys had just started when we started. Uh, Eventing yeah, Nation had yeah. just started actually because I met John. We did a conference on social media back in the night. 19- back in the late 2000s maybe uh-huh. and john was there and that's how i met him and he had and eventing nation was just a concept so yeah. that's when i met him and then i think when we started this show i said let's try and get you guys involved and we figured horse nation was a good fit and that's how it happened but um yeah so what what did a what did a social media conference even look like back then it was, <laughs> i gotta tell you it was 50 <laughs> of us in a room at the kentucky horse park in the room that the we were we're in the room that the media is in now in the old indoor um yeah. and that's where we were and it was facebook wasn't a thing um and we were discussing uh we were discussing all the ancient social media options uh, which aren't even around anymore myspace <laughs> MySpace, live blog, man. Actually, I do still have a live blog out there. It still exists in the in the cyber ether, and if from it's from my college days. And if anyone ever found it, uh, like I, I mean, let me say, I can never run for public office. (laughs) 
<laughs> while that thing exists nor could any of us really <laughs> no <laughs> oh my god uh, leslie how dead would you be if social media was around when you were 15 oh oh thank goodness for that thank goodness for that <sighs> i see girls now and i'm like oh god that could have been me yeah. yeah but you know but for us it would have just been horse pictures like that's <laughs> all it would have been well, would it have been? we're pretty safe would it have been <laughs> Jamie, you must have been big into MySpace in your radio days. Oh God, yeah, oh yeah, Yeah. and you would we you would MySpace stalk people. Now it's called FaceSpace. You know, now you're stalking people's face Facebook pages. But no, you would try because you could access somebody's profile without being connected with them. There was no privacy settings. It was just a total like bunch of scam. But yeah, MySpace came out when I was working at Q100 and it was all the rage. I still go into my MySpace every once in a while because there's like pictures of me with celebrities back when I was like young. I don't even know how to get off, but I don't oh know. What there. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can't let you go, Leslie, without asking about the little one. Oh, he's he's fantastic. I'm so he's just like my little adventure buddy. He uh he's so great. He's fun, he's chill, he's um you know, he like he loves going to the barn except I keep almost I don't know. I've got to figure out a new system like he's he's gotten a little clingy to where he'll, you know, like the other day I was riding some circles around him and he started crying and I sort of pulled up and he went running toward the pony's front legs, grab, you know, hugged the pony's front legs. I'm just like, nobody move. (laughs) (laughs) Princess. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) I had to like, strapped him onto the front of me to carry him out to the field or to, to walk out to catch princess. This was all in the same day, three, three separate incidents that I almost off my child. Uh, and at some point he must've gotten a cookie out of one of princess's cookies out of my hand without me seeing it, put it in his mouth and was choking on it, but I couldn't see him choking. I don't know how long he'd been choking, but like, cause he was facing forward. Oh my God. <laughs> so I had to like, like toss, like unstrap him, like throw him down on the ground, like beat the cookie out of him. <laughs> of him. I was like, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to start looking into Babysitters, or (laughs) and they just get bigger and they get harder to strap on your chest, you know. And then you got them on the backpack, and then you're all you can't move around. Yeah, how how big is he now? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Some people are like that kid's about as tall as you are. I'm like, I don't know if that's a that's probably not too far off of the. (laughs) (laughs) How old is he? Like Leslie, how old is he? uh, Sixteen months. Okay, not quite sixteen months. But he's a tall one. He's a tall little. He takes after his 6'3 dad, not his 5'1 mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is going to be taller than you by the time he's in uh, second grade. So, yeah. 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 You have that to look forward to when he gets to be a preteen and gets obnoxious. Yes. And he's a foot taller than you. (laughs) Yes. Okay, girl, Lucas, my son is in second grade and he can wear my shoes around. I mean, they're a little big, but like he can like wear them without tipping over you know and i'm like oh my god what is happening <laughs> oh my goodness did he say his first word yet um yeah he's been saying i mean he said 
a few. He like mama, dada. He was was that. dada or mama first? Uh, don't, don't tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> it's more kind of a blur. I think it's like you know because at first you're like, was that a dada? Was that a mama? I don't know. I don't know if that counts or not. You know. <laughs> but he he's good at animal sounds. He likes to make. He likes. He can meow and make monkey sounds and like that's really his jam right now. Is just animal, animal voices. <laughs> Well, Leslie, thank you again for being with us. We miss you. It's been, you know, it's been too long. We need to have you back more often. Uh, and, and good job, uh, everything. I know you're, you're like the boss over at Eventing Nation now, and it's you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you so much. You guys are doing such such great work. You're doing an amazing job, and and really uh, working in the service of our community. And I just just mm, so glad, so glad that. Uh, Horse Radio Network exists and so proud of you guys for keeping it up uh, for, so here's to another uh, 2,500 episodes. <laughs> here's to another 16 months of keeping your child alive. <laughs> it, it just, it yeah, gets okay. worse. Let's say all they do is try to kill themselves. It just keeps coming. So just be no. ready. No. <laughs> so have the vet no. on call. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> they call those a doctor. Uh, like, oh, those are, those are <laughs> I didn't know medical. kids went to the vet or no, that's not a, that's not what they do. Cool. Leslie, love you. Mean it. Bye, Leslie. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, it's so good to hear her again. It's been, been a while. Uh, so yeah, that she, you also sent me a Facebook message. I'm going to post this as an auditor bonus. I'm going to take the sound file you just posted. It was your, it was from Stable Scoop, right? It wasn't it your show, your. Yes. Uh, although I found two of them. I found one that was my audition and I sent you that one. And then I found where you guys actually, um, I think made it into an episode for stable scoop. So you've got the choice of two. I think it's one. Has gonna, we're going to do the episode one. I'll post that in the auditor on the special auditor feed. So you guys can go back and hear her audition episode. Now it says here that it is Chris Cox. And then I had a young lady who runs the girl scouts, um, in Arizona talk about that, uh, with the horse program, but it doesn't say anything about Todd Pletcher. Did you lose the Todd, the Todd Pletcher, Pletcher one was there? the one that was lost. Remember that was kind of in the early days of figuring out how to do the remote. And I lost it. <laughs> Just so you know, Todd Pletcher, you guys, there's a, there's a thing called H R R N, which is yes. horse racing radio yeah, network. They were mad he, when we came along. Cause we could, he kept referencing yes. H R R N the whole interview. And I was <laughs> like, I, I just couldn't tell him. I just didn't want to tell him that he's not actually on that. He's actually on a nothing right now. Um, as an audition and you ended up picking me and we ended up using it, but okay, I thought it was so pretty funny. I'm getting what this was now. So what we did, what back in the, old days when Helene and I had stable scoop is we would have who I thought would be a good host for a show on stable scoop as a guest. And that's not what I did. Right. So, but most of the ones that we've had as hosts ever since then, like Reese and Philip and everybody, we had them on. And then Helene and I would talk to about it after if they made a good guest, we figured they'd make a good host or if we liked them or, you know, there was synergy there. So you were, you must've been on for that too, at some point. Wow. That's so long no, ago. No, what you did, you, you remember you had <laughs> 10 people had that, that had, um, that's submitted, right. you said 10 people had to do their own episodes and then you sent it out to a bunch of people and people had to choose and your, thank God people. you were the one that won. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> I mean, you'd have been an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been. I agree with that. So th- thanks again, everybody. Hang on, auditors. We'll chat for a little bit after the show. Tomorrow will be the Certified Horsemanship. I can't say those words together. Certified Horsemanship okay? Association. And then uh, Wednesday will be our big 2500. We hope to hear from a lot of you that day. Look for the phone number. We'll be posting it on our Facebook pages. It's also on the website, so you can find it there as well. But And you get to talk to Jennifer a little bit, too, because she'll be hosting. So we'll look forward to Wednesday. I can't wait. Thanks, everybody. Spaniard or Geld. Well, considering we had no pre-show, we did that pretty well. Good job. Yeah, uh, April was here, you guys, so I had to run back. <laughs> Glenn's like, are you coming? I'm like, oh, my God, I lost track of time. Well, so. the fortunate thing is we've done 2,500 episodes, so we know how to, we, we can just do it. It's just, we should be good at yeah. it by now. We well, let's talk it. about this whole COVID pony thing. So I saw it on Heels Done Happy Hour. Somebody actually just asked, some member of the page asked the other members. And I was like, let's steal that and find out if our auditors have also bought COVID ponies. And... um Y'all did not disappoint. I'm not the only one. I'm surprised at the number. <laughs> really, I really am. Uh, Let me see. I'm trying to see. Okay. So we'll start with, um, well, I got an Andalusian Colt, bought him off an auction, sight unseen, basically terrible videos and photos. And he's adorable. His name is now Miles and he's super cute. And he's now went from Colt to Gelding. There Gilding, was a mixed reaction so on fun. that name, by the way. I did see well, a couple disparaging comments that it wasn't more marvelish. Miles Morales is like yeah, but Miles totally is marvel. kind of a kind of a. It's not Thor, you know. It's not. I already had a Thor, and and a lot of people were voting for Loki for some reason, and I think they just wanted to see you suffer having a Loki in the barn. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not like a big, like there's people that are Tom Hiddleston fans, like fanatics, and I'm just not one of those. And so if I was, I would have named him Loki, but I've already had a Thor. Okay. Let's go through the list. I've had Thor. I've had a Drax. I've had a Groot. I've had a Stan Lee. I had a Marvel. That was a dog. I mean, I've had a <laughs> lot of names already. So, I mean, he, I, and, and like the sweet listener who sent a note saying that the world has enough um, shadow facts, golden sunbeam and illusion names, you know, um, I went, wanted to go with something simple that was cute and in the barn and y'all don't, don't like the name miles can go fuck yourselves. Cause it's my name. <laughs> Wait, You're welcome. You, you and I both <laughs> watched all of the Marvel movies recently. Yes. And uh, one comment I have, because you said your, was it a horse named Marvel that was a dog? Yes. Um, I have a problem with Captain Marvel. She never freaking shows up till the whole world's destroyed. It's like everything's over and then she shows up to she, save the day. Yeah, but it, that makes it a movie, Glenn. <laughs> she and she brought the that whole thing down on the sky. Have right? this problem. <laughs> She waits till and she saves it. <laughs> she waits till all those ships attack the world and blow up and kill millions of people, and then she shows up and in one minute wipes them all out. It's like if you had come earlier, we wouldn't have had this Where problem. The hell have you been? It's Carol? like a typical woman late to the party. 
Just so. Oh, you watch it. All right, <laughs> let's go over these COVID ponies. And by the way, I if you haven't seen the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, it is fantastic. Please go watch it. Glenn, I know you haven't seen it. I it's on it. Disney Plus, whatever, Netflix, all the things. Um, go watch it. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's a cartoon. Oh, I mean, it's animated, but it is so, so good. Please all stick right. with it. All it's right. really good. Carrie Garvey's horse is stunning. (laughs) Yeah. So um, aside from mine, Carrie got one and I asked people for details and she said he's a 15 year old Cheval Canadian ex-police horse (laughs) from Michigan who developed a bucking problem and got very sour to riding. So my friend bought him, had him shipped to Vermont. They didn't click. I started riding him for her. He reminded me so much of my hard horse who passed away last year. I offered to buy him on an impulse and she enthusiastically said, yes, I have a question. Number one, we've got a bucking horse. That's a police horse. And your friend's like, "Mm, that one sounds great. I'll take that one. And then brings it over. And then you end up clicking with it. How did y'all get the bucking to stop? That's what I want to know. Yes. Or did you? Maybe it hasn't. (laughs) We don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Aaron said, uh, Aaron posts a picture and I said, give me some details. And she said, I had been horseless for almost a year and not really looking, but I was at my boarding barn one day chatting with the owner and one of the coaches walked in and said, Hey, you might like this mare. She's a seven-year-old Hanoverian mariner. The name is Lila. And, um, she bought it. (laughs) Aaron, the smile on your face with that horse is precious. It really is. Um, uh, she does go on to say that, but I just love that she was not actually owning a horse at the boarding barn. She was just hanging out, which Lisa pointed out. And then she says, she goes on to say that it's completely her boyfriend's fault because he went golfing that day. And so that's why she was visiting her friends at the barn when the trader came in. And I'm like, it's all <laughs> golf's fault. I get it. Do you know where my husband is right now? Golfing. That's right. <laughs> Um, Rita said, uh, she said me, I did. Oh, a horse. Never mind. Should have bought a horse. She has a uh, video of a rooster on a fence post crowing. Let's see. You bought a rooster. If the rooster says anything, I don't. Uh, (laughs) Yep. uh, (laughs) uh, She apparently uh, can pick chickens out like you can. Yeah. Pick him out. Get the girls, Lucas. Get the girls. (laughs) Uh, Tanya said that she has bred her mare. Well, not one, but two. So she's going to have a couple COVID babies next year. Um, Betty, bless her heart, Betty Faye. Um, she said, I bought Gus, the black and white horse Jamie found on Craigslist. I had already decided to sell my mare and wasn't ready to get another, but the timing wasn't off that much. So the mare is now sold and gone. Gus is gaining weight and going on easy trails around the ranch and really turning into a star. It's a win. Yay. Thanks, Jamie. Oh, good. I was wondering how that one worked out, actually. Yeah. Because she does he, serious trail riding through the Rocky Mountains. I mean, yeah, Betty does serious trail riding. Yeah. And yeah. this is, uh, this horse, this is his calling for sure is trail riding. Um, Susanna said, I got my pony back. Does that count? And I was like, I'm going to need details on that. Um, she said that her fellow auditor Casey had him for a couple years while she was having a baby and she got him back. Yay. Oh, congratulations. And thank you to Casey. Ursina said, I bought Mickey, a four-year-old unstarted quarter horse gelding. I sold Pete the paint because we didn't just work out and then Red got lonely. And then I saw an ad for Mickey and I never bought an unstarted horse before, but he's really nice. And who passes up a nice horse? It was like a couple hundred dollars. It's like he's free, Ursina. Um, Red loves Mickey and Ricky loves Red. It's a major bromance. And um, there you go. And with the rest of the proceeds from selling Pete, you bought a puppy. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's really cute. He's one of those quarter horse faces that's almost Arabic. Uh, it's kind of cute. No, yeah. Not. He's just really pretty. Um, Jane says, I bought a six-year-old Palomino BLM Mustang mare. She completed competed in the Extreme Mustang Makeover in Fort Worth in January and placed just outside the top 10. I went to the EMM with a friend and my trainer, since we're obsessed with Mustangs, and one of the students in my trainer's barn asked if trainer to bid on a Mustang for us, so she did, and this girl came home, and the new mom proceeded to basically come out to the barn three times in the six months she owned her, and I was allowed by my trainer to ride her and play with her, and finally her owner came to the realization that she really doesn't have time for a horse, and I offered to buyer at way less than she paid she accepted and now i have two beautiful blm mustangs yeah good for you good for you jane you know when i bought zeus and thor one of the things they tell you when you buy a horse especially those emm horses they've only had 100 days and these mustangs have had 120 that i bought you they say immediately put them to work because it's fresh in their mind and you've got to get them trained. Otherwise, if you leave them alone, they will go back to being wild well, they, fairly yeah. quickly. Yeah, because they haven't had a long enough time for everything yeah. to become habitual. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and then, of course, we have Tara, who we had on the show. She said, I got the ultimate COVID pony, a shinkadee pony full from the I online I think she auction. wins that one, actually, is the ultimate COVID pony. Yep. Pretty good. Maggie says, make me blush. Standard bread, kill pin, mare, foster horse. Every time someone's lined up to come and see her, she's lame with an abscess. So we're just going to keep her. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, I also didn't tell you guys, remember Kona, the horse that first one I trained from horse and hound, got adopted out, got returned, got adopted out, got returned. He came back to training a third time. And I'm like, just it. I'll just keep him. I'm going to foster him. So he's now a foster. So Kona is going to be here for the long haul. We'll see how that goes. Um, Maggie said, Oh, I also got Nancy. Wait, I'm confused. Maggie, oh, Maggie, Maggie got, got yeah. make me blush. Oh, she yeah. also got rebel star, a 23 year old standard bread mare when her Amish owner didn't want her to go to auction. So she gave her to us. She came home days before lockdown and, um, she's getting, uh, Samantha Reeves took her out for a spin to the corner store. Ah, that's well, nice. She should be broke, uh, for corner stores. Cause, uh, she was an Amish pony for a long time. <laughs> exactly. Robin says, I've been borrowing Savannah, an 11-year-old Mustang mare for most of the last year while I attempted to rehab Fez from a pelvic injury. And it became clear that Fez needed to retire. I started to go horse shopping because I never considered Savannah. She was not on the market and she was a mare. I have a happy herd of geldings for 45 years, but never a mare. But a dear friend made it possible for me to take Savannah home. She fit into the herd with zero drama. And now Fez thinks he got a mare for retirement. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, Marie says my COVID pony his name is M an eight year old APHA mare who has gained 40 pounds in the two weeks I've had her. She, uh, her sassy niece who said, M is a good girl. Can I ride her? And this picture is when she said, no, we don't know her yet. And of course they've got her tied up in their plane. Oh my God. It's such a cute little pony. It is a cute little pony. And Marie's There's another one. If you remember right, Marie's the one that travels around the country with her ponies doing trail riding. She just gets in the truck and trailer and goes for weeks at a time awesome uh katie says God, there's a lot of these <laughs> it keeps going katie got knox who i bought from knoxville tennessee and his arabian paint cross either way um Corab or Pentabian. I loved the cross after buying my teenage daughter one last year and she refused to give hers to me, even though I said I would buy her a shiny new <laughs> pony and I couldn't want to find one in my van. So I broadened my search and I found my friend was coming to the youth worlds in Oklahoma and she bought him home and it happened so fast. It was destiny. <laughs> cute too. Another cute one. 
Yeah. Another cutie. Yeah. Um, Diane says back in March, it also qualifies as an equestrian first world problem. Back in March, my ex-husband and ex-friend stole one of my horses and I had to file a lawsuit to get him back because of COVID. The hearing was canceled and hasn't been rescheduled yet. And I have proof that the horse was mine, but that doesn't mean I'll get him back. Uh, uh, this is dramatic. Yeah, it is dramatic. This whole story is dramatic. Oh, wow. Yeah. This sounds really tough. But I think she, the point is she's getting another horse. Um, Patricia said she bought a five-year-old Icelandic pony while still in Iceland, and she's flying into New York at the end of September. That's one the way to do it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, it's got go. a lot of hair, too. Look at that mane. God, it's so stinking cute. I can't stand Look it. Look at the mane and tail. Um, That's a full-time th- job right there, taking care. You need some equiderma there, Patricia. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. kidding. Teresa says, I got a whole dang farm. My boyfriend and I moved at the end of April, right when things started getting crazy with COVID up here in Massachusetts. I brought my mare home and I got two boarders and then I added another horse to the family. Well, oh, welcome home, Teresa. Welcome home. Uh, Diane I apologize got for you having to live in Massachusetts, but otherwise it's perfect. Um, Diane got one and then uh, Kendra said, hold on, there we go. Kendra <laughs> said, I, I, her friend called her up and said, remember how you said that you could take Gypsy back one day when we couldn't look after her anymore? Well, that time is coming. Is there any way you'd <laughs> take two? Two, Gypsy's horse we raised, and she was, of course, welcome to come home. And then she had a friend who was 20 and only has one eye. And how do you say no to that? <laughs> My God, you got two. I think oh, Kendra, though, has Kendra. like a thousand minis. These are mini horses, and I think she has like a thousand of them. So, <laughs> And then she well, got you know, dusty, When you have that many minis, you add a couple. Who cares, right? I mean, and then a cart came with it too. So she bought the cart. So perfect. Oh my God. It's adorable. So congratulations to all of our auditors who have COVID ponies. Wow. In the crisis. That's a lot of them. Yeah. Good job. I'm good not job. alone. You're not I alone. I want to see which one of you guys also bid on horses in the sport horse auction next month. <laughs> you got people looking at it. That's for damn sure. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you all tomorrow. And Jamie will be back here on Wednesday. Get your dialing fingers ready. All right. Bye, y'all.